0: Hello and welcome to the first bill. My name is Q N, and I serve as the Director of Content Development here at APHA in the Education Department. For this month's first episode, we'll be chatting about the over the counter oral contraceptive. In a significant milestone this July, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, has granted approval for the first non prescription oral contraceptive containing norgesterone. The move comes at a crucial time when reproductive health including contraceptive access, is under increased public scrutiny following the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe versus Wade. So, the U.S. is finally catching up as the availability of over-the-counter contraceptives is already available in more than 100 countries. However, it is important to recognize that while this approval represents a significant step forward, there remains challenges and disparities in contraceptive access and usage. Unfortunately, many individuals face barriers when seeking contraceptive care, including financial concerns, lack of transportation, living in underserved areas, and thinking about cultural and linguistic barriers and differences from healthcare providers. These barriers have contributed to persistently high rates of unintended pregnancies, with 51% of pregnancies reported as unintended in 2008, gradually declined to 45% in 2011, now, one can assume that in comparison, the rate may be lower now due to efforts with increasing education and access to contraceptives. Nevertheless, certain demographic groups continue to experience higher rates of unintended pregnancies. And for instance, just looking at teens aged 15 to 19 years old, as many as 75% of pregnancies are unintended. These rates were found to be highest in women 18, to 24 years of age. Again, unintended pregnancy rates tend to be highest in that age group, along with those with low income below the federal poverty level, women who had not completed high school, non-Hispanic, Black, or African-American women, and cohabiting women who were not married. The over-the-counter OTC daily birth control pill is a progestin-only daily pill that has been prescribed for over 50 years. And because it does not contain estrogen, it carries a lower risk of thrombosis compared to other hormonal pill options. It comes in a 28-day pack with only active pills of 0.075 milligrams of norgestrel. And it works by thickening the cervical mucus, stopping sperm from reaching the egg, and prevents ovaries from releasing eggs as frequently. It also thins out the uterine lining. Now, I want to share five important counseling points. First, it is crucial for patients to take the pill at the same time every day, within a three-hour window. And the reason for this is to ensure stable hormonal blood levels. Deviating from this regular schedule can lead to fluctuations and thereby reducing contraceptive efficacy and increasing the risk for unintended pregnancies. So, for example, if your patient has been taking the pill at 9 a.m. every day, And then they take it at 1130 today, two and a half hours later, they are okay to continue their same daily schedule the next day at 9 a.m. They just go about their business. But if your patient remembers to take it at 1201 today, then they should take it as soon as they remember and get back on their usual schedule for the next day. But a backup method like a condom must be used until they are back on track for 48 hours or two days. Note that in some instances, patients may end up taking two pills in one day. Some common side effects include irregular bleeding, headaches, dizziness, nausea, increased appetite, abdominal pain, cramps, bloating. Same old, right? But you may have some bleeding in between periods and this is usually temporary and does not mean that there's a problem, but the bleeding is prolonged by more than eight days or unusually heavy. The patient should consult the healthcare provider. Next, number three, it is not to be used as emergency contraception. And number four, it does not protect against sexually transmitted diseases. To prevent this, um, STDs, individuals should use condoms. And fifth, it is contraindicated for use in women who are pregnant or may be pregnant, have a history of breast cancer, undiagnosed abnormal uterine bleeding or active liver tumors or active liver disease, and any hypersensitivity reactions to components of the pill. What's on the shelves or actually potentially behind the shelves, patients will take advice from pharmacists. And we are at the forefront and central for promoting safe and effective use of contraceptives, including eligibility assessments, identification of interactions, and addressing side effects and concerns. Really important to provide accurate information and complementing education about emergency use as well. It's expected to be available in early 2024. And until then, we'll be waiting for pricing information, just like everybody else. So hope this was helpful and appreciate you joining today.